What's it like marrying a deaf man? Is the question that I get a lot. How did you guys meet? How do you know sign language? Uh, people ask me that all the time. So I'm going to tell you. How did I meet Tony? We actually met in 2014. And he was getting an award for basically being a good employee. And I was there for my job, you know, kind of just like schmoozing. And we didn't talk. I didn't say hi to him. I didn't know him. Um, And then two years later, I would just keep seeing him around town. Um, We both worked in the same city. So then finally in 2016, I saw him at the bagel store. And I was like, hey, remember me? You saw me at that awards dinner. And um, he just looked at me and he like made the deaf sign like which is the finger by your ear and then to your mouth um, in like one motion, ear mouth. And I was just like, oh, okay. So I took his phone and I grabbed it and I put my number and I was like making the motion like text me later. Um, Totally stalker-ish, totally strange weirdo. And he did text me later and he came over and he taught me sign language. Um, We wrote in a notebook If you see my Instagram, um, that story is sort of embedded throughout my grid and my highlights, um, so you can go explore that. It's a good time. But yeah, it was a pretty weird way that we met, sort of meant to be, and I knew sign language a little bit growing up. Like, my mom taught me water and milk and more and orange, and she loved sign language so much. She actually had sign language books and um like this is dating us but like uh for the vcr like tapes and that's how she taught herself sign language then in high school i did a sign language project which i actually completely forgot about until recently until somebody found it and brought it to me then i ended up speaking at my high school once i realized i did this project about sign language and how i met tony And then in college, I did uh, two sign language courses, and I was actually really bad at them. Like, I almost failed them. It's just so different. So meeting Tony, um, it's not really like when you date somebody and you speak Spanish, and when they speak Spanish and you speak English, it's more like, you know, I had to learn sign language. It wasn't like he could speak another language and we can get around that. It was like, learn sign language or don't talk to somebody that you're falling in love with so uh yeah that's the story um and he taught me sign language he says it took about six months for me to like really get into it um and people ask me like what is it like being married to him um do people make fun of him or um Will he ever hear? Do you worry that your kids are going to be deaf? And no, I never actually worry that my kids are going to be deaf. And if they are, that would make me super excited because they'll be super close to Tony. Um, I asked my mom before doing this episode, like, Mom, what do you love about Tony and him being deaf? And she was just like, her first thing she said was that he's patient, that if you don't use it, you lose it. So since we've moved out, my mom has forgot a bit of sign language, quite a bit, and it frustrates her. So she has to sort of sign slower to him to sort of remember. And I forget signs sometimes. And 
she said that not only is she patient with him, like trying to understand what he's saying, but he's super patient with her and how slow her hands go and just them trying to read each other's, you know, lips and my mom trying to hear his sounds that he makes and him trying to read her lips. So that was her number one thing is that he's funny and, and patient. I'm sorry that he's patient. And then she said that he's just funny. Like he comes out with these jokes that you would just never expect. And I don't know if he was hearing it if I would love him as much or if I would have fallen in love with him. I feel like a huge part of why I love him is because he's deaf and because he's different. And sometimes when me and Tony are in this world, like in our own little world, those moments where it's like time is still and it's just him and me, we're just talking with our hands instead of our mouths. I swear sometimes I I think I'm actually having a conversation with him, like a quote-unquote normal conversation with him. Like he actually says words without them sounding broken or different. And I swear in that trance of the two of us, I've heard it. I've heard his voice like an actual like man's voice or like someone that, you know, like a, like a, I don't even know how to describe it. Not like an ex-boyfriend or like a voice I've heard before but like I really do think I've heard Tony's voice like I'm we're so entranced with each other it's like we don't miss a beat it's just like fluid and it's just like so normal and I don't even hear the difference it's not until I go back and I watch videos of us or somebody is staring at us a little bit more than normal and stop and shop or at a restaurant or at, you know at the gas station when he's trying to get gas that I'm actually like smacked in the face like oh wait a second this is different because when it's just us like I really have become so like I don't want to say embodied with him but like become one person and been around him so long that it's just so natural and it's just so like amazing he's he's mine I'm his and we have this thing together that meshes really well so I feel like I've heard his voice before yes I've actually literally heard it I hear what comes out of his mouth but in those moments I really feel like it's just normal there's nothing different about it Um, people ask me why he doesn't have the cochlear implant. Um, I mean, he's never heard sound, so it's not something that he misses. I used to think he would miss hearing my voice and his daughter's voice and her laugh and my laugh. And it's like, no, he doesn't miss any of that because he's never heard it. Um, like he doesn't even really know what silence is. He doesn't really know what sound is. He doesn't know what that is. Somebody actually recently asked me if he thinks in sign language so rather than like sentences if he like in his head if he sees like hand shapes essentially and you know I don't know the answer to that because I can't see in his head but I would imagine yeah because sometimes I can see him counting on his hands so I think he thinks in hand shapes and you know regular sentences in English So besides my mom saying that she loves that he's patient and that he's funny and I love those things too, um, there was something else that somebody recently said. Um, Somebody recently asked me, so what is it like marrying a deaf man? 
or being married to a deaf man. And I was like, it's really no different. I actually think it's better because it forces me to communicate in ways that I never did before. I love talking, as you can tell, I have a podcast, but I'm actually really bad at communicating. And if I don't plan out what I'm going to say, and some parts of this are, some parts of this are not, most of them are not, if you could tell. Um, But if I don't plan what I'm going to say, like for a speech, I did go to college for communication. Um, I really, like right now, I really can't piece it all together. And especially if I'm fighting with someone or I'm frustrated, it's hard for me to get the words out. So with Tony, it forces me to get out what I'm trying to say in the right meaning. And whether we're fighting or talking, and yes, we fight even though he's deaf. That's also a question that we get a lot. I could just sometimes come home or just look at him and like either just like hug him and fall into him or just look at him and he knows what I'm thinking. Like he knows what I'm feeling. He not only feels the energy better, we feel each other better by just like holding each other's hands or just, you know, like taking each other by the shoulders and like it's going to be okay or whatever it is. Like if we're going through something or trying to figure out what's best for Mila in our home, like just figuring out, like talking it out. And we just feel that we feel what's best and we make each other better. Um, so he's patient, he's funny, he feels things a lot more than the normal hearing person would so yes he lost a sense but he gains a sense so like when I'm walking around the house he could feel it no matter where we are he could feel it in the bedroom he could feel it in the kitchen he could feel it when I'm in the bathroom walking around one time he was taking a nap on the couch and I walked into the bathroom and I woke him up because he could feel the vibrations of my feet hitting the floor and I'm a heavy walker I love to dance but I walk super heavy and he's like you woke me up you were loud and it's like (laughs) I was loud you can't hear but to him that's me being loud is me being forceful with my feet on the floor or one day he was like you know I just love our home and you and me like it's so quiet and peaceful and it's funny to hear him say that because it's like quiet and peaceful what do you mean quiet you can't hear but to him he can feel the chaos and he could feel the loudness and loudness and chaos is a very real thing for him And for him, sound is not something he hears in his ears. Sound is a feeling. And I think that's a page from his book that we can all take. um, Because you can feel that energy. Um, And there was something else I wanted to say. He's patient. He's funny. He feels. He's so amazing at just like building things. He loves to build things. And he can feel like every flaw in it and sand it out or weld it or create it um he's just super creative and he you know works with his hands on like construction and like man stuff that he's just so good at it or even like just painting like he could just see better he could feel better um if I'm sitting somewhere he could like their peripheral his peripheral vision is better than a lot of ours um So yeah, it's just a really different thing being married to him that is probably one of my favorite things that I've ever done in my life. And it was like the signs were always pointing to Tony 
um, from, you know, my mom teaching me sign language. And then in high school, I did that project. And then in college, I took some classes. And it was just like one thing after another, God was like, you're going to marry a deaf guy. You're going to marry a deaf guy. And if you would have ever asked me if I was going to marry a deaf guy, I would have been like, ha, you're hilarious. What a joke. Like, who does that? Like, that's not a thing. Like, deaf people marry deaf people. They're not going to look at me. Like, I would never think that anybody, you know, any deaf person would want a hearing person. But, like, here I am. Like, it happens. And it is the best thing that is happened to me it has made me closer with my parents it's made me closer with my sister her son loves his toe that's what he calls tony his toe um uncle toe and it's just made our families closer and they love him like he is their own son or like tony is her own brother um And it's just been a really cool thing to go through as a family. And I feel really lucky that I get to do it with them all. You know, it's hard. There's fights. There's misunderstandings. There's miscommunication. Um, There's extra communication. Like I've talked about in the other, my last podcast, even with families, you know, extra blended families, extra communication. But people being like what did he say what did he say what what was that or what's the matter and it's just like explaining things over and over again um but tony's a jokester he's super patient yes he gets frustrated um i could think of a few things that people have said that i don't necessarily think they meant to be insulting but um like for instance someone at a doctor's office asked us um, why we didn't walk around with an interpreter and why that doctor had to provide one. And in case you don't know, um, doctor's offices, even Tony's work has to provide him with an interpreter. Like they have one for meetings. If Tony has a meeting at work, an interpreter comes. Um, that's my heat going on. I don't know if you guys can hear that. Uh, and at doctor's offices, they all have to provide it at their expense. It's not like we're out here paying for every interpreter that Tony needs. No. Per ADA, Americans with Disabilities Act, um, there you have to be provided an interpreter. And yeah, so when Tony goes to the doctor, yeah, I could be there. And if I, you know, if I could be there, I'll be there. But, you know, the doctor's office has to provide an interpreter. And one doctor's office in particular thought that Tony walked around with one or we ordered one for him. And no, that's not how it works. You don't just walk around with interpreters. Um, Someone else asked me if Tony could drive because he's deaf. And his response, I asked him that when we first started dating, when we were texting. I was like, oh, can you come to the house? Can you drive? And he's like, yeah, I'm deaf, not blind. And it's just like he comes out with these funny jokes that are just like, you know, you don't think he's going to come out with that because you think, oh, he's deaf he's gonna be quiet and he's just so not quiet he is a loud personality literally and figuratively he says words so innocently and funny like he'll say nope really loud or he'll say whoops really loud and it's just so funny to me and we just all laugh he's just genuine it's real um I love being married to him so What's it like marrying a deaf man? Pretty friggin' awesome.
it's amazing and he works super hard at anything he does and I would encourage more deaf and hearing relationships again it it's like a bond I've never experienced before it makes you closer it makes you communicate in ways that you don't normally it makes you find a side of yourself and a part of you that's genuine and caring and real and I just think and it also opens your eyes like now you have to have an extra sense for this person and I have to look at him with these big eyes and really pay attention and that was something I was really bad at like listening to people I'm still pretty bad at it I can listen to podcasts all day but um listen listening to people is hard for me so I would actually have to there's no not listening to Tony I have to watch what his hands are saying to me in order to know what he's saying to me I can't look away for a second and that's something that we fought about at the beginning and sometimes still do because these extra sounds in the background grab my attention and it's like no I have to focus on him and and what he's saying to me because it's important so yeah that's what it's like marrying a deaf guy I'm easy man I'm easily distracted but it is so amazing so yeah what's it like marrying a deaf man amazing I highly recommend it (laughs) I think I'm gonna end it there bye guys I hesitated on hitting the record button for approximately five hours uh, doing this because I'm not, uh, I, uh, 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 uh. in episode three, this is episode five, one, two, three, four, five, woo, um, in episode three, I talked about not letting things drag you down, but rather than become, them become dreams, so looking at things like we have to record this podcast not let it drag you or like let you lag behind but instead literally make a dream come true so dream and put it here so I want to talk today on episode five how my drag turned into a dream and we broke the mold we actually had a backyard wedding and we would joke about it Oh, we're probably going to have a wedding in the backyard. I joked about it my whole life with my family, and it actually happened, and it was the best thing ever. I went ahead and posted, like, I guess I should have waited until after this episode, but I posted a video clip from the aftermath of our backyard wedding and a picture, along with that video, of my dad. And that picture, I almost didn't take that video because it was a mess, and I almost didn't take that picture because it was so like silly I guess but it really wasn't it was a really beautiful moment where I got my dad sitting in the grass took off his wedding dress shirt with his just like um like those grease uh white t-shirt t-shirt sort of under his wedding shirt he's just sitting in that with obviously his other clothes on but um in the backyard with all the kids and in the video when I pan the backyard you can see like little kids hiding I don't know if you caught that but I didn't catch it until I just posted it now and my dad was just playing with the kids in the backyard and we did have 
kids at our wedding I know that's another topic like do you have kids do you not um do you invite I don't know who's like a do you invite your exes that's gonna be a no I'm I don't think you should invite your exes but um we did have kids at the wedding and we decided to have a backyard wedding well first of all because Tony actually asked me to marry him on the 4th of July and we were prepping some things around the house for some important stuff coming up and I was typing something on the computer and he got down next to me at the computer and was like will you marry me and I was like this is a sick joke like this is not something you joke about you know I care about you more than anything and you're joking about asking me to marry you like come on dude there was a few other choice words in there but and he was like no really will you marry me and I was like I'm typing, let me finish, I'm gonna come eat with everybody in a second, like, just leave me alone, and then I see my parents' heads, like, poke around the back of the door to the computer room, and I'm like, what do you all want? I wish this was on video. He didn't have a ring, it was totally raw, he went in the kitchen and was like, I'm gonna marry your daughter, can I marry your daughter? And then basically they just all walked into the computer room and Tony asked me to marry him without a ring totally raw totally real you want to talk about being raw and real like this is as raw and real as it gets like I got proposed to without a ring at first and when I did realize he was serious I just broke down in tears because I was like oh my god this is the best moment of my life however it's nothing like I thought it was going to be a there wasn't a ring b this man was deaf I never ever thought I was going to marry a deaf man I talk about that on episode four, which was the one before this, and it was just the best moment of my life. It was so raw and real. We don't have it on tape. My sister wasn't even there, which I'm like a little upset about, but like it really happened. Like just right then and there, he went went into the kitchen, asked my parents, and came out into the computer room and asked me. So then two, about a week later, well, we decided then, that was July 4th, we got married on July 17th of the same year. So do the math, that's like two weeks later. So then I call people who I know, A, need to marry me, and B, need to be there. So like his mom, obviously my parents, my sister, his sister and brother, um, my cousin Katie was there. Like it was really like, get this show on the road, like we're making this happen just because we're so in love and like, we had a little heart involved so it was sort of like do this or don't like we're not playing games here so about a week later which is the video that you guys do see on my instagram of tony sneaking off on his (laughs) dinner break coming home and surprising me with the ring which they told me wouldn't be ready until after july 17th so again july 4th he asked me july 17th is the day we plan on officially making it official and then he like sneaks around the corner my mom bless my parents they they're not like super I say bless my parents because they're not like super like we have to go to church and you have to be there every day of the week and you have to they totally let me just like let really my nana teach me my faith and bring me to church and um I used to always get stomach aches when I would go to church and she would always get me a strawberry frosted donut so to this day I love strawberry frosted donuts but like we're sort of the family like yeah go to church if you want but also god hears your prayers whether you're in church on your couch kneeling next to your bed in the shower like god hears your prayers and your cries no matter where you are so i say bless them because like they let us live with them for years you know even when we were dating and when we were married me and my bonus daughter and 
Tony and I say bonus daughter now because my mom was like stop saying stepdaughter you know that nobody likes that around here including her so just say bonus daughter so bonus daughter is the new term already changed it on my Instagram so you know that makes it official I'm just kidding I don't really talk like that um but like bless them for really embodying what a dream parent is like acceptance love and pride I think every kid just wants to make their parent proud and vice versa I think every parent just wants to make their kid proud so they're putting this wedding together in a matter of two weeks and my mom takes me in her room and it's like do you like the flowers this way or do you like the flowers for the backyard this way and she turns it like 90 degrees and I'm like mom you know I don't care about stuff like this like just put it put them on the table and call it a day she's like oh no no what about this way or what about that way and I'm just like what is wrong with her has she lost her mind that she's asking me like which way the flowers should be turned on the table in our backyard wedding like is she serious so I get so agitated I walk out and I'm you hear my dad and you can hear this on the video again that I posted on my Instagram it's the screen grab of me I'm kneeling down to kiss Tony because he's on his knee asking me to marry him for the second time he's in his green like neon green work shirt so that's the video if you guys want to see it And I walk out and my dad's like, I've been digging all day. You better grab the baby because he's holding Easton. And my mother-in-law and my my sister are videotaping. And I'm like, what is wrong with you guys? And then boom, turn the corner. There's Tony. And I'm like, no. Oh my goodness. So you could see that video there. And he gets down on one knee. He has the ring and he asks me, he goes, I'm going to ask you again. Will you marry me? And you can hear that in his like broken voice but it is so beautiful and I get so emotional even just talking about it so I'm going to take a sip of my coffee now so I don't cry because that I'm so glad that was on tape even though it's blurry and my eyes are watery right now so we have this wedding in two weeks my mother-in-law and my mom and my sister they're like crafting and making like stuff for the backyard my parents rent tents and chairs and Tony's mom gets food from like their family restaurant we're like placing all these orders and we're just getting stuff ready we pull it off in two weeks we actually get married on July 17 2017 which Tony and I recently got tattooed on ourselves 71717 in Roman numerals he got it on his wedding band because he keeps breaking his rubber rings that he wears on his finger like they keep snapping so we're just like oh my gosh we're just gonna get tattooed because he can't wear his real like wedding band ring to work because you know it could cut his finger off essentially or get his finger pulled off um so we got that tattooed seven seventeen seventeen. so we had we went to city hall and i was working there at the time so my boss married us and it was so special to me everybody like from city hall like made the um like the conference room or I guess you would call it like the meeting room like and they put like um I don't know what that stuff is called like to make it look like bows in front of the banner like white bows and even though it was just that it was so special that it was in this place that I go to and work at and dedicated so much of my life to and I worked so hard there it was like my first quote-unquote real job and just to be there getting married with all of my co-workers but all of our closest family around it was so special so I'm gonna post that picture of us at City Hall 
and I, I did post that one actually, but I want to post the one of us kissing in front of City Hall because that was sort of like a sneak peek to my next job. So right in front of um, all my future coworkers happened to be outside for a fire drill. So they ended up, we go outside on the steps of City Hall and the photographer who was my old dance teacher um, said, you know, kiss and I'm going to get this picture. And I was so like nervous and embarrassed. I'm like, what if people see us? Well, it turns out everybody was outside for a fire drill. So we kiss and all of a sudden we hear woo and clapping and like a big crowd. And I look and it's like everybody outside the building for a fire drill. And I'm just like, oh my gosh. So fast forward months later they're like oh you know we saw somebody get married on the steps of city hall and they were kissing i was like that was me so it's just so crazy how everything happens and steps just perfectly align and these puzzle pieces fall into place um so we got married on july 17th 2017 and then we also wanted to get married in the church again like i said like we're not super like you need to go to church like we're not like that um I love church. I used to, I created my own Bible study once. We were like doing it at my house for a bit. Um, But we were able to get married at Our Lady of Peace and we got married there and that was on July 29th. So we really had, in two weeks, we, in the month of July, we got engaged. Two weeks later, we got married, had a backyard wedding both times. Um... And then a few weeks later, got married in the church. So both of those times, we had people over afterwards, and we just, like, hung out in the backyard and ate and drank and had fun and just were living our best life. Um, I recommend everybody to have backyard weddings, really, because it's cheaper. We knew we wanted to continue to save for a house, and that's what we did. Um, We have, like, not... I mean, we, I love my job, and he's been at his job for, I want to say almost 10 years now, but they're not by any means, like, glamorous, like, these, like, I'm an administrative assistant for, um, you know, like, Kim Kardashian, like, they're not, like, these, like, I don't know, million-dollar paying jobs, but we're happy where we are, so we knew that we had to save, my point is, we knew we had to save for a house, and we couldn't, like, have this super big wedding but it ended up being super special anyway like the best um so valentine's day is coming up it's on friday and it's just a few days away so let's talk about celebrating special occasions but cross out special so just do celebrating occasions not just anniversaries or milestones but like the in-between moments so i used to think like when we first got married and even when I was younger celebrating your anniversary and Valentine's Day were like these big deals and if you didn't do that you weren't you know you didn't love me and blah 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 but like that's I should have known better because I didn't see my parents doing that so my mom says I loved I watched way too many Disney movies like Cinderella and Hallmark movies and I always cry when I'm watching them but I had this idea of love and it's like when you grow up and you get a house and you get married and you have kids, it's like all of that is like, whoa, you know, you have to pay for a wedding. You have to pay for a house. You have to pay for kids. And it's not like this shiny, beautiful thing that everybody makes out. So again, have a backyard wedding if you can. But remember that love is celebrating 
every day. Not just your anniversary, not just Valentine's Day, not just Christmas. I did something this past Christmas, like an Instagram, just series, what Christmas is about. Because I was getting so tired of hearing people say, I have to shop on Amazon for this. And I have to shop on, go to Target for this. And everyone was just shop, shop, shopping. And like forgetting what Christmas was really about. And it's love. And it's selflessness. And it's, yeah, seeing your kids smile, but making sure that they know the value of love is in your heart and it's not just a gift so let's celebrate all the occasions and celebrate every day especially the mundane so the little things so go out on a monday night instead of a friday i never understood and i still don't understand and maybe i'll do a podcast on this why people like friday more than monday because the same amount of fridays come as the same amount of mondays and it's just here comes friday here comes monday it's like a circle so monday's going to come so why do you hate mondays so much i never really understood that um or when you go to work and you hear everybody say like oh thank god it's friday and it's like why don't you go out on monday if you hate it so much to make it more fun but yeah go out on a monday or flirt while you're doing laundry like tap somebody's tush, you know, like get flirty. It doesn't have to be boring doing laundry. You could do it together and you can keep it fun. Kiss while you're cooking. I like that one a lot because I love to cook. As a matter of fact, I'm going to try and find a way to do breeze bites while I'm recording a hushy podcast. I'm going to figure it out, but I need another phone. Um, So don't wait for a moment, make one. And I have a coworker who is going to propose to his girlfriend soon and he said that we inspired him because Tony just went for it. He literally went in the kitchen, asked my parents and came back out and was like, you know, will you marry me? And again, I thought it was a joke, but we did it. Um, so don't wait for a moment. Make one. Don't wait. Just go do it. Monday's going to come. Friday's going to come. Make them both happy days. Make every day a happy day. Um, And like I said, we lived with my parents for... uh, We only just moved out and bought a house. So um, for a while, for years. And was it hard? Yes, because it's a lot of people in one house. We had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven people sometimes in a house. Sometimes more than that. Um, So... That's a lot of people in one house. And luckily, we had a bigger house with my parents. My parents have a bigger house. So we were privileged in that sense. But it's hard because you have that many people. And like I said on the other podcast, I think it was episode four, like just people going, what did he say? What was that? You know, I I can't understand him. Like the communication thing. Also finding like a quiet moment, you know, when the kids are asleep and then you want to watch TV, but you have me and Tony and mom and dad but also put all those aside because our kids get to grow up with their grandparents and that's something that I remember and my nana especially and my grandma are people that I love so much my dad's father passed away when I was like three um my grandma is still alive so my dad's mom is still alive but both of my mom's parents passed but we lived with them so those are memories that I really hold on to like I said strawberry frosted donut you know people who were listening to from the beginning will understand what I'm talking about but it's just a really great thing to keep 
spreading this love and this message and learning from your parents because they do know best. They've been here before. So I remember even when we were buying our house, like they were the first people we turned to. Um, We recently had Tony's mom stay with us and it was great. Like having these extra people around was just so nice. Just having, I can't explain it, this love around is so comforting and I know that a lot of people don't have that so if you don't have that message me I would love to be here for you I don't know how people do it without their parents around they are some of my favorite people in this world and I would be nothing without them and I'm going to take another sip of coffee before I get emotional again hold on but like what you can see my parents on my Instagram they're all over my breeze bites page they make me happy they make me smile again i'm not saying that i'm sitting here living this perfect privileged life we fight don't get me wrong there there's things that go wrong but at the end of the day it's love guys it's always love and i love making them proud like i'll I even with this podcast I was like guys I have a podcast and they're like what is that like they don't get it and I love explaining to them and just talking to my parents about everyday things going over there sometimes and having dinner with them we were over there this past weekend um again having a play date with the kids we just want to keep me and my sister basically the kids having play dates all the time because they love each other they're more like siblings than cousins and that's just how our family is we're all super 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 close so that's the story about us living with my parents us having two backyard weddings and getting married in two weeks from the first time that tony proposed to me so i hope you like the story guys because i really like the story um i'm gonna end it there episode number five that's a wrap